0: Oh, we're in for a treat tonight. I always got to, we got to wait and let, give time, time for the people to come in, flood in through the front door here. Um, This is going to be fun. I mean, I don't know how much you folks know about me, but uh, I go way back in trading. I put my first trade on was either 17 or 18. And, uh, my father taught me and he was probably the most successful trader I've ever met until this guy right here. <laughs> um, and my, my other good, my best friend, Matt Dalton, who we've already had on the show, he's probably the top, he's probably the number one municipal bond fund manager in the United States. Uh, he and I grew up a little, ever since we were six or seven year old, seven years old, the guy's just incredible. I'd like to get Matt and Brian to meet each other sometime, but, uh, I want to start just a little bit here. Um. Hey, we're into the fall. We know that farmers are out on the roads hogging the roads, so be patient with them. Uh, and always, always remember, folks, safety first. Go slow. Take your time. You've got to be here tomorrow, so don't be silly and and do something that that you wish you hadn't have done. So, everybody, be safe and be cautious. And that's that's all I got to say. We're going to have a blast tonight with Brian. So. Giddy up, let's go. Brian, how are you? I'm good, Rick. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing just great. Awesome. awesome. Um, and you know the drill, you've been on this show before, Brian. What is on your mind right now? Well,
1: what's on my mind right now is I'm trying to calm down from racing from the swimming pool to uh to to the webinar. I uh I get so much joy out of uh volunteer coaching at FMC Natatorium and FMC Aquatics in the uh the kids that are trying to qualify for olympic trials next year in uh in indianapolis um get, getting them to that that level is is so rewarding and so much fun and uh just uh just, but also uh, i i love being here with you and love love talking markets so it was it was i got to do both and i i, I didn't want to give up my swimming so I, I went and did it and i raised here so I've, well, thank I'm, you. I'm putting on my trading hat and uh, it, it's not hard because it was such a great day with, with, uh, with the crop report. So uh, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty jacked up about being able to talk about markets right now. Yeah, If you want to yeah.
0: talk about swimming, we can do that too. Well, I want to stay at swimming first, Brian. I mean, okay. I know you've got a very good friend uh, that most people know his name. So go, go ahead and tell us who, who you're, who you're trying to build this program with. Well, oh, one of, one of my very good friends, his name is Ryan Lochte.
1: And Ryan is uh, is the second most decorated swimmer, uh, uh, Olympian, actually, in yep. uh, in the world. Um, he's actually the most decorated international medalist. He has 90, 90 international medals, which those include world championships, Pan Am Games, Olympic Games, World University wow. Games. Uh, Pan Pacific games. He's he. He's, uh, he, he's in, in the world of swimming. He is he's he's as good as it gets. And quite honestly, I mean, I think that uh, the reason Michael Phelps was so good and did what he did is because the only guy in the world that could push him is my friend Ryan Lochte. Yeah, yeah. they
0: just yeah. pushed him. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. pushed each other.
1: I'd love to. I'd love to have him on your show here, Rick, and have, yeah. him, have him talk to you about what it what it takes to be a champion. Some of the stories he's told me about uh, what it, the workouts that he would do and what, uh, you know. Um, you know, what him and Phelps would do, and the coaches have them to basically separate them because they're so intense yeah. with one another.
0: Yeah, how tall is Ryan?
1: Uh, Ryan's about 6'3, 6'2", Okay, 6'3". yeah, because Phelps is what 6'4? Yeah, he, and Ryan doesn't. When you see Ryan on film, you know, at the Olympic Games, when they walk it out, he doesn't look very big, but he's he's a big guy and he's he's strong. You should see some of the some of the YouTube videos. Um, which yeah, is when, I, when I first started to become interested in Ryan's career was when I started watching him think out of the box. You know, he was he was lifting like I can't like your tractor tires, and he was rolling them up hills and stuff. I'm like, what is this guy doing? How is this good yeah. for swimming? But it worked.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you know uh your your handle on uh Twitter, I believe, uh, what Badger Swimmer is that right? Yeah. 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 So that tells me that you were a swimmer at uh, UW Madison, right? Absolutely. Bleed Badger red. Bleed Badger yeah. baby. well I've been to Madison several times it's a great town it's it's fun place and that it's it's beautiful they got that big lake out there on I don't know what they call that area but it's just it's just beautiful the best 18 years of my life to get that degree (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know what you mean on that one yeah I wasn't quite that long but yeah yeah well hey let's uh let's dive in folks you know we got we got one of the best options traders in the world here tonight folks come on so if you've got a question raise your hand rachel's going to be at the controls all night and by the way i want to i want to go out i don't i don't do this enough rachel i can't thank you enough for everything you do uh you keep me organized you make this show possible carol my beautiful wife you you keep me organized uh and and i've got eric i've got Andy and Aaron. I mean, this thing can't happen uh, unless all the people that are in the background step up and do what you guys do. And it's absolutely amazing. And and I can't thank you enough. So thank you much. Um, But guys and gals, if you want to ask Brian a question, (coughs) raise your hand. Rachel can unmute you as long as we keep it professional. Uh, we can carry on a verbal conversation, and, and when you're done, Rachel will re- release you. And if the next person wants to talk, raise your hand, and we'll see how this goes. But otherwise, put something in the chat. Um, wow, what a big day today! I mean, Brian, I didn't think uh, I didn't think the government would do what they did t- today in October. I thought they'd wait until December to do this or January, but. They kind of are starting to get this thing aligned where it probably needs to be on yield, don't you think? I do. I actually do, and
1: you know, I I've, I've said this on my own little podcast in the morning where uh, for the last few weeks where I, I've been, you know, this this number is the one that uh, carries the most impact for me. When when you start getting the numbers in August and September, I don't pay much attention. Not that I don't pay much attention. I don't have I don't have high expectations for any kind of movement out of those. Yeah. For me, for me, this number is is the first one in the reporting season, and I call October through January the reporting season. And now we now we have now we have an actual count. We have we have something to base our base base, base our yields on, base our demand on. And what is most important to me is in the next in the next number. It's not so much what the number is; it's the direction that the USDA goes. Mm-hmm. If they go down to forty nine point four and one seventy two point five. Um, you know, I'm looking for that January number to be a shocker. And you know, you come in at 169 and corn, you come in at 48.5 in beans, you know, you're gonna see some real fireworks. So I look more in terms of the direction in which the USDA uh, moves the needle. And you know, right now, you know, they didn't start the needle at, at a real big number. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they it's uh 49.6 and 173. I mean, they're they're not uh, they're not they're not great.
0: Now now, right now, uh, you know, I don't know how much the, the audience is following the markets, but you're you're on it. I mean, this is your job. This is your this is your passion. Yeah. Um. I mean, you got to admit, uh, up until lately, demand has kind of sucked. I mean, it's it's all coming out of South America. China is acting like we're not even a player in this market anymore. It is. And, I, you know, the, the one
1: thing that uh, uh, that I learned from when when uh, Beans were—I forget what year it was. Beans were trading around nine dollars, and corn was right around that three sixty area. And we kept getting these daily flashes of of beans from from uh, from China. And yeah. I, I kept tweeting back then. I said, you know, be careful because what would happen every single morning? What would happen is the market would open. You know, we'd we get this flash sale at eight o'clock. The market would open like five or six lo- higher, and then tank. They'd tank it, and people were getting on Twitter saying, "Ah, we taught you China. We taught you. You know, yeah. you're, you're going to buy it from us. It's not worth that much. We're going to sell it down." And what ended up happening is, you know, you, you got to be really careful with the Chinese because they're so smart and they're such good traders. Oh, they they were. They they didn't they were hoping we did what we did and they pounded it down so they could buy more and by the time they were done soybeans were trading sixteen dollars. I kind of feel like you know uh, they they caught on to our gig that we were able to track them and even though the demand isn't doesn't show up like every single day, I I really believe that they are starting to do all this reporting under hundred thousand metric tons you know a uh, hundred thousand tons every day so they don't have to report it so it, it yeah. goes it goes. Uh,
0: you know very silent yeah what's the term they use uh un, um hmm what's the word they use for desti- uh, unknown destination or something yeah. Like yeah 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 so you know i mean china china comes in with they've got how how many different organizations they've got buying for them that that people don't even know who it is and, right and that's right. Why, i mean it's just there's so much that goes on that's unbelievable and it's, it's, it's amazing that it's allowed some of the things that, that go on and you're right. If you want to, if you want to follow someone who knows how to trade, you follow the Chinese. They know how to not only trade, but manipulate the market to their favor. Yeah. Always.
1: Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, people, people ask me because of my background and, and talking to, to funds and whatnot, you know, you know what they do, People think these funds make money all the time. They don't. They, they lose money most of the time. And by the time, you know, you can take a look at a corn chart right now, and you can see a big, and we've talked about this every morning, about area of consolidation. And we've had this very, very big area of consolidation between 5, uh, 475 and 490 In that period of time, the funds have been selling a lot of corn, and they're not getting paid for it. They're, they're not getting, it's, it's dead capital. And you you think that you think they're making a lot of money being this big short. And then all of a sudden you get today and you realize when they start to liquidate, they're, they're losing money. But the Chinese don't, I mean, the Chinese don't, they don't lose money. It's not like the funds where, you know, they
0: make money every single time. Well, and the thing we got to remember, there's a lot of people to feed over there, right? They know that. And the last thing they want is an uprising because if the people, if the masses uprise, the government is out. They'll 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 we'll throw them out. And-
1: Rick, I've I've said that so many times. You can take away a man's uh, Apple iPhone. You can take away a man's uh, car. Yeah. You take away food out of a, a man's children's mouth, and the, a screaming child that's hungry, and you're gonna have you're gonna have
0: unrest. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Three days? Uh, yeah. You go without food for three days, and there's going to be anarchy. I mean, right. That's not very long. No, it's not. So, okay. So, Brian. Yes. We're farmers out here. We don't have a clue what to do because this thing has been so disappointing. I mean, we're sitting out here. We've got we've got terrible weather. It's dry. The market should be rallying, and all they've done is go down, down, yeah. down, down, down. Yeah. Okay. Has today was today that big did we have we bottomed here do you think and are we what? starting to grind higher at least consolidate here I think we've taken the the real low numbers out of the market. I think,
1: you know, people are talking about that 1150 and beans. I yeah. was talking about it and I, I I said it, you know, this 1260 area and beans was absolutely huge. I mean, yeah. and I, I like, I said, this is a great buying spot, you know, because you know where you're wrong, you know, below, yeah. below 1150, this 11, actually the number of was 1147 or 1247, but below 1247, this market was in real trouble. So you had a very low risk entry trade. Um, I think it's taken those numbers out of the market. I, I don't think... Yeah, uh, you know the the thing that I the thing I I talked about in February with uh, people putting out well, we've got to plug in trendline yields of 181 bushels for corn that's just what you have to do. And we're gonna have this carryover of three. I'm like, you know, you're you're getting really ahead of yourself with plugging yeah. in these like ideal numbers of trendline yields. I kind of feel like they're doing the exact same thing down in South America. They've plugged in, you know, 168 million metric ton, you know, crop down there. Yeah. What can go wrong? The only thing that can go wrong is or what what can go what can go better than that? Nothing. The only thing that can happen is something bad go wrong and all of a sudden the markets take off. So yeah, I think the market is, is putting in the shapes, you know, technically they're putting in shapes of a of very defined bottoms. Um you need you need to follow through, okay? Like I used that uh, 490 and a half, 491 area corn, and I, ke- I kept calling it the glass ceiling because we go up we go up to it like seven or eight times and we just hit it and failed and kept break back down. Yeah, Once we, once we broke through, and I, I'm i using the term glass ceiling, but once we broke through that ceiling, you know, it looked like we are going to get ready to go and we failed and came back below it again. This time we're through it uh, again. We have to stay above. We have to stay above these levels. We have to stay above. And I, I have them on my charts in the morning. I think I tweeted a couple of them uh, today in, in, to the general public. But we, we have to have follow through. We have to stay above some yeah. very, very defined trend lines.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk about the army. I want to talk about the bunker. I want to talk about your class you got going on yeah. because this is this is important stuff. But Let's stay right here for just a minute. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I don't do this stuff anymore. I, I'm not in in um, uh, multi-peri crop insurance, so I don't I don't follow what the price isn't. October the discovery price for the fall is the month of October the fall discovery price. Is that right? That I'm not sure about. I I don't either. I don't follow that either. I I only know that. February. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe somebody out there listening can chime in here and help me, but I think uh i think october is the fall price that the, will be used for the calculations the the spring price is already established right it's way higher than than it is now right um so you know that i've always think about i always think about um you know all the players that are involved here the manipulation that's going yep. on and 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 massaging this thing to and i'm and i'm going to be very kind when i say this but I've always thought the markets are out to screw the most people they possibly can. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to, we have to keep that. So with all that in mind, and I'm a farmer out here and I've got unpriced grain, tell me what would your plan be uh, a long, kind of a long-term plan, let's say out through at least the end of the year, maybe January, February of the, of, of 24, what would you be starting to do in both the corn and the soybean market?
1: well f- you know what what you're talking about i i've I've witnessed what you're talking about firsthand, and that's that's these insurance companies they they want to pay out as little money as they can, so yeah. they manipulate they can manipulate the market a little bit higher to stop the amount of uh, of that uh, insurance premium so right. you know when i when I tell people well uh, you know when they ask me you know we want as many tools in our toolbox to make the best assessment that we can, and if one of those is that we have market manipulation through the uh through through the insurance companies, you know, it's just another tool we use. You know, there's a, the fund position, so I, I do see that as being another reason why the markets are probably you know in a near term bottom here. I, I think I I think I privately told you a couple of days ago, or maybe it was today, Rick. I can't remember that uh, I thought that bean oil had put in a low. Yeah. You no. Know, um. You know. Yesterday, I was I was wrong because we we took out the low last night, but I mean within yeah. within point two of the low, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what I would be doing now, okay, when, when I look at these volatilities and I'm looking at them right now, and these are a little bit skewed because we have such very, very high uh, ranges for today, but you have you have volatility in the beans, um, you know, supporting in this 30% area. It won't stay there for very long because in three days, we're going to get rid of that 49 cents, but bean vol 16%. They're paying, and when I when I talk about, they're paying you to own these. You don't need very much movement to pay for these options. So okay. I would be using because I don't I don't necessarily think that th- this rally could be small. I think this rally could be big. I mean, if you look at some of the technical pictures that are showing up, you want to be able to par- you want to be able to participate in the upside. So I think that using the options is a, is a very 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 safe way and a very very uh, risk defined way of being able to. Uh, lock in some of this a little bit of appreciation and still keep yourself in the market for the market to take off to the upside So I'm looking at I'm looking at those March options now okay when I look at the March the reason I look at the March is because if you use if you use the December options or you use the January options what you get what do you get it's like when you go to a, a Walmart what do you get when you buy that product? Well that product gets you Thanksgiving. Yeah. It gets you Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: It gets you Veterans Day. It gets you the Christmas holidays. So even though you can have like 80 days to expiration, you're probably really only have about 68 because you got about 12 days that that you're going to have to pay for, you know, ownership. And there's not going to be a lot happening. What the March give you and the February give you is they give you the January crop report. And we just talked about that to kick off your show that that thing could, that thing could be a, a, you know, a, a real, real surprise, depending especially on which way if, it goes. Especially if there's any problems with South America, any. Right, right. So to, to answer, I, 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 like like we talked about earlier, I think the price and in absolute perfection down there, and it's not perfect right now. So I don't see why. Well, it's, yeah, totally I, can, I don't see how it can be perfect going forward when it's not even starting out as perfect. Um, you know, so for an actual thing that I'd be looking at, you know, I'd be looking at March puts, I'd be looking at buying, uh, you know, as a farmer, as a producer, you're always going to be looking for something that protects you to the downside. Mm -hmm. So I, right now, already long, the farmers already long the cash, right, right. right. So right now, the way the way the market structure is, I'd be looking at buying multiple units, let's just say the $5 puts in March, I'd buy three or four of those, Okay. And I would I would finance it a little bit with like a 530 put. So I'd buy like four or five dollar puts and sell one 530 put. The only reason I sell the 530 put is just to offset the cost of the five five dollar puts. But what I would do, what I'm doing it four by one is if I had let's say I have a hundred thousand bushel uh production in corn or in beans. Um, and I'd sell one five thirty corn. I sell one five thirty put, and I buy uh, four to hedge the whole thing. You need twenty five contracts on the on the downside. So the five dollar put, you need twenty five. So it's five by twenty five. So what if the market actually tanks? The market takes you out at five dollars. You get you're locked in at five dollars, and your your exposure goes from a hundred thousand. Uh, bushels of corn down to 25,000 bushels of corn because you've done it one by four and on the upside you're not going to pay a lot of money for it and it'll you'd be you'd be glad to pay that little bit of money because if you can if you can roll it up you can keep rolling this up for very little money and get it up to like say we can do like the 560 530
0: now you're, you're 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 looking like you're a hero okay time out yep okay so the farmer has done nothing with pricing the crop. Is that right. what you're saying? So the farmer is sitting on a hundred thousand bushels of grain in his bin that is right. unpriced. Right. Okay. That's why you want to buy puts, sell puts to finance it. The bo- yep. the floor is locked in, but the, yep. the, it can go wherever it wants to go. Right. Right, actually, actually, it's four by one, so it'd be twenty by four or
1: twenty by five, because 20, 20 times five thousand bushels is a hundred thousand bushels. Yeah. So yeah, so I'd, I'd do uh, I'd do twenty by I'd be do twenty by five or twenty. So you'd
2: be long one 20, by one by four.
0: You'd be long twenty-five dollar puts, yeah, and short uh, five. five five thirty puts, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that a is that a any? I mean, there's gonna be some margin involved, but is that any money out of our maybe a little bit of money out of our pocket? Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit money out of your pocket um you know the further we go up the less money it's going to cost
1: you so you, you, the thing to do is you know you're already long know your spots okay so when we talk about this in the morning in the morning bunker every morning and our spots are 490 and a half five dollars 506 506 and a quarter 5 twelve and then 525 so I would be looking at doing you know if I was doing if I was going to do five of these I would do one at each price. When we got Uh, to $5, I'd do one by four. When we got to 506, I'd do one by four more. I would scale in uh, knowing that when we get to 525, there's a gap there. And that's why we picked 525. It's what what we talk about taking all those tools, putting them in, and using them to the best of your ability. So now we've got technical analysis is giving us points of where to do this stuff.
0: See, and this is risk management.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, it's cost. I- it's it's going to cost you less money each time we go up, and it's not. And eventually, you know, you you, you get up there and you know into that five twenty five area, and you you're going to start looking like you know what I may want to do some like five forty five twenties and and be able to cover yourself a little bit better. The nice thing. Wow. The nice thing about putting a hedge on is you don't. You're not married to it. Yeah, you, you can roll it. You can you can trade the volatility around. Let's say we go up and the volatility goes from I mean, the volatility in corn is depressed. It's like 19 percent, which is ridiculous for, you know, for what what's it's been that way because we've gone sideways for so long. Yeah, if, if those if you remember those big ranges we had going all the way up to 575 and all the way back down to 475 in a very short period of time, the corn volatility is double this. You know, so it it's not expensive to, to do these trades right now on a volatility standpoint.
0: Yeah. And you, you see, I'll tell you what I is so refreshing about this is when in the past, when I have, have researched or listened to people about options and everyone says that 90% of the people who buy options and the only people that are making money on options are the ones who are selling the premium. Well, you're coming in at a different angle on this. And I mean, I know you, I don't know you real well, but I know you long enough here that you are a lot of times just flat out long options and you've never sold anything against it. Right. And then You're almost moving that around like you would a futures position, but, but, but Brian, you can, I know you can go to sleep at night and sleep good because you, you know, you're not at risk being naked, long or short futures. Right, right. You're, you're very defined risk with the
1: options, you know, and it's, exactly. when you set up a structure that when, like, when you asked me, you asked me the perfect question, I'm a farmer, I've got this, what can I do to to protect myself? You've yeah. asked, you've asked the exact perfect question. You've given me a scenario to build an option structure around your needs if you come to me and say, "Hey, look, Brian, I need a position that cannot lose money if we break, but I can still make money when we rally." I can't do that. I mean, there, 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 there's there's a there's there's some risk uh, reward in every single thing you do, whether right. it's a hedge, whether it's a speculation, whether it's right. you, know, um, you know, uh, just a, a trade on its own. There, there's there's risk all over the place, and so the best thing that can happen is you ask your broker, you ask somebody that uh, somebody that knows you you give them the scenario that you want okay yeah. and, and that you need or that, like you're trying to achieve and so you can sleep at night
0: right right okay so so folks it's it's october the 12th uh d's corn went home tonight at 496 it's actually getting ready to open in five minutes but um and if you need to look at the markets when it opens i know you got a lot on so if you want to if you want to take a look mark uh, brian go right ahead but so we're at 496 on corn. You, you want to you want us to do this five uh, by 530 play four, uh, four by one. OK, well, the reason the reason I picked the reason I picked that is if, if
1: I believe the future spread is, uh, you know, the, the that puts that puts the uh, that puts the march right around 509. Right
0: oh yeah i i forgot these are march
1: yeah that's why i picked the five dollar strike i wouldn't pick the five dollar strike with the december i'd be picking more like um and i talked about this in my course you want to pick you want to pick spots when you're your long options okay when you're long options you want to pick the strike it's going to go away from yeah okay so if if you think the market is going to go away from five dollars. That's the strike you want to own. If you think the market's going to go to five twenty five, that's the strike you want to be short. You want to be short where you think the market's going. You got to explain that. All right, okay. So the worst thing that can happen. Let's say. Let's say you're a farmer and you are just you for a hundred years. Uh, you've been told you buy these puts they don't work all the time anytime you just they you, you take those puts when you buy them in february and you stick them in a drawer that's a lot of a lot of a lot of people have been telling farmers to do that for a very long period of time and it's my uh goal to show them that that's a, a very a very inefficient way to use options yeah so
0: uh, what was the original question <laughs> uh, you said you oh. want to be yes. the strike that is moving away from and you want to sell the strike it's heading toward
1: right so let's say let's say you are long a hundred thousand bushels of corn in your backyard and uh you want to you want to protect yourself and you buy the 480 puts yeah if we go down to 480 slowly what happens is those puts don't respond. They don't go up. They just kind of sit there and they don't do anything. They just erode. So you, you, lose, you lose the premium on those puts. You lose, you, let's say you paid five cents for them. You lose the $250 on those and it didn't do anything for you because the corn broke 20 cents. So yeah. if you if if you're looking for the, that's why I always tell people puts are a bullish trade because what happens is people buy puts and buy futures and we'll, let's say and this is this is this is why and farmers should do this to be quite honest with you um, when you when you buy a five dollar put for five cents let's say you buy um, uh, twenty of them that costs you a hundred cents if you've got if you've got a hundred thousand bushels of corn, you need to make, uh, what is that? That's 10, uh, that's, you have to make like $10,000, right? 10,000. So you have to make $10,000 on the, on the, on the, the corn going higher. Once the corn goes higher, you own those puts for free. Yeah. Those, those puts didn't cost you anything. So you, as it moves away and the best part about them is they're going to retain value that you paid five for them. We are really far away and they're still worth three. Or two and a half, so they don't go down. They don't go down their delta when you move away from them, and when you go towards them, just like I said, just like I said, they don't go down their delta when they move away from them. Mm-hmm. When you go towards them, they don't go to up their delta either, which makes them very frustrating. So you don't want to. You want to pick. You want to find structures, and that's why I, I, I suggested the five five thirty because I think yeah. we can get up into that five twenty five gap area.
0: Yeah. And I, I just want to tell you, I mean, uh, Brian and I've gotten, we're getting to be good friends and we, we chit chat, maybe not every day, but every other day or so. And, and I, I've been in feeder cattle. And, and he said, uh, he told me to, to uh, you know, sell some, some puts down below the market here. And I, I'm like, well, why would I want to do that? And he, and he explained the same scenario. And then two days later he said, do you understand what i'm talking about look where we are now the futures are actually lower than they were two days ago and those puts are are have less value than they had so i mean it, it it's just this is this is experience talking that's, that's what true. this is because did you hear the word he mentioned there delta that's something we all don't i mean what what are the great the term what are you want to use in theta delta vega and gamma vega, gamma. gamma those four now Folks, we're, we're not going to go deep into this on the show here tonight, but I, I, this is going to be a nice segue into what he's doing. But then I want to come back. So, OK, Brian, you've got you've got a you've got a, a platform. You've got a, a teaching. You've got I think you got all all lessons are uploaded now yes. yeah. for a fee. You 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 buy his his knowledge. And he is giving you, to, and I'm, I bought it, I'm, I'm doing it the best I can, I, I, I got so much going on, I try to do one here, there, and everywhere, but he will take you from the beginning, beginning, beginning to how you spell the word option, all the way through to the complexity of butterflies, strangles, whatever, whatever all lingo you want to use out there. So tell us about, about your platform. Well,
1: let, let me back up a second there because you hit on something that I want. I want to ex- explain to farmers because that that those Greeks that you you outlined the gamma theta Vega and, and um, uh, delta, delta Delta those all those every option you own or sell have those components to them. Yep, there those are four things that can change the price of an option. So when you have the price of an option and your option, let's say you, let's say Rick, that you had these feeder cattle puts and they they went up even though the market didn't move, mm-hmm. the component of that option that caused your option to make money for you when you really didn't should the market didn't move you shouldn't have made money it went up because of the volatility the vega, so that one strip that one piece of the option you can lock in that vega profit. OK, so maybe you want to be long the, the feeder put for the Delta. But now the Vega part of it made you some money without the Delta even moving. You could you could lock in your your, your Vega. You could lock in that profit on your Vega, still maintain the integrity of what you have on for Delta to protect you to the downside. And you, you, you start taking money out of each component of the of the option.
0: Well, yeah. And, and eventually this becomes a free trade, right? So exactly. Then, then you go trade some other right. somewhere else
1: i mean imagine imagine you, you were able to you're able to just, just to trade the components of these things back and forth and by the time the uh uh the june number comes along you've got these puts for free mm-hmm. you've got you know at the time 560 560 uh corn puts that you have for free yeah and you would have had those for free because we moved so much they were paid for like eight different times that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping that I can get across to farmers that we're going to treat these options a lot different than you have in the past. And that's the course that I, that I set up to teach them the basics of what an option is, the components of the option, how the components of the option change the price of the option, and then strategies that can employ those, those, uh, those options. Yeah, uh, the last part of it we're doing is technical analysis. Um, I don't, I consider myself a decent technician, I wouldn't say I'm one of the best, but you know I've been able to, I've been able to, <laughs> I love when Twitter, when I, would, when I was putting it on Twitter, you know, for public knowledge they, they call my lines magic lines, I loved it, I, they, so yeah. I, I refer to them that way now too, but you know I, I teach you how to, I teach you how to find a trend, what to look for, patterns, you know, um, and when we incorporate it all in together, when we take it the whole picture and we look at, uh, and this is the thing that I'm so looking forward to that I just finished the last segment, number five, is I'm sending out a cheat sheet. Uh, I just decided at the end, I'm going to send a cheat sheet so people absolutely know. Uh, just go down this checklist and yeah. look, trend. But, and these are just all tools that, that we've created through learning to, to be able to make marketing decisions. So I'm excited about it. It's, it's, it's uh, I'm getting a real good response from people um, you know the the course the course is is is, is it, it's intertwines with the, the morning everyone everyone seems to just want the morning bunker and and come on the morning bunker and have me you know go through the ranges and go through my charts and go through points of resistance support where the market's going and it's great it really is but if you understand by taking the course, and you understand what I'm talking about, and you get more in, inter, interactive with me, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a lot, a lot better. For you'll get a lot more out of it. The one thing I'm looking to add to it is a Discord channel uh Discord channel is gonna allow people to interact with me uh seven while the markets are open. So they'll say is this where your is this where your range is? Is this where you're, is this where you what would you do down here? Would you buy puts sell puts or yeah. you know so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I, I guess you don't want to sleep, huh? <laughs> well <laughs> well we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna I gotta I gotta coach. I still gotta coach my swim team. So <laughs> um you yeah, know I uh I, I I'll sleep. I'll, I'll sleep from, you know, nine o'clock until five 30 in the morning. It's you guys that don't sleep. You guys are in those yeah. companies all the time. I don't know. It's like yeah.
0: snow. You guys are out there. You know, when it's dark. Oh yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what, folks, I'll tell you why I really like this guy. Um, he thinks exactly like I do about teaching people. That's what this is all about. This is not about notoriety or or getting a plaque on the wall. This is about teaching people what your passion is. My passion is is regenerative farming, and Brian's passion is trading and and helping young young people. So uh, you know, how could you ask for anything any better than that? So um, all right. Let's go. Okay. What delta dot com, right? That's yeah. the Rachel. Yeah. If you type that in, please. deltahousetrading.com. dot that's, that's where you. you can, that's where you can currently buy the
1: buy the course. Yeah, and, and then uh, you can sign up. Uh, you know, the bunker sign up is there, and it's it's through. It's, it's very similar to this. It's, it's a Zoom based, um, you know, morning thing from seven forty five until eight fifteen in the morning. I usually go over
0: because I'm too chatty, but yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think. Uh, when, when I, I don't, I don't catch it. I, and I am a, a subscribed member and I don't catch it every morning because I've just, there's just, Oh, there's so much going on. But when I do catch it, I mean, Brian stays and answers every question. And I, we all know he's got positions on and the market, see it, the market comes back on live at that, uh, his time, eight 30, my time nine 30, um, but uh, but anyway, OK, so let's go back to this corn trade. Then I want to go to soybeans because that's yeah. kind of what most people listening do. OK, I apologize. It's it's March, not D. So I, I apologize. So you got these March options on. You have bought five dollar strikes. You've sold five thirties. OK, now, Brian, the market yeah. rallies 30 cents. The Correct. futures go to five thirty five. Right now, what is the first thing as a, we as a producer should do? So the first thing
1: you should do is look at your position and look how can I roll it up into higher strikes for no money? Okay. So, what might, what will probably happen, Rick, is eventually, th- th- and this is why you start out with the leverage that you do one by four. Okay. So, eventually, what will happen is, is we'll probably have to, we move up and we'll probably be, you know, buying, buying like, um, probably buying like, I guess if we went up to 535, it'd probably be like the 525. We'll just say the 520 yeah. puts. You'd yeah. be buying some 520 puts, selling some $5 puts, maybe on a one by two basis. So you buy one, sell two, because probably what happens is, and this is what you want to happen, is the put slope, which is negative. That's why we're buying what we buy buying. When we rally, it comes up
2: and flattens out.
1: So all that, all those puts we sold in that 530 area, they will lose value. Yeah. From a volatility standpoint to the ones that were long. We don't want to take advantage of that. That's what I'm talking about. All those components that make up the price of an option, we want to take advantage of those. We yeah. want to take it in the volatility. If we go up to 535, it's not going to be 19%. It's probably going to be more like 23. So oh, our yeah. VEGA so has gone up. Our skew has gone up. We've got two parts of the our delta has worked relatively well for us because of the 530 puts we're short against the five dollar puts so we're not just outright you know our our physical has made money for us so it's a great position to be in so mm-hmm. what you should be doing for us as a producer is not just sitting on your hands when we get to points on charts that you know that i look at and i say you know this is a this is a, an area of, of resistance i'm not that i'm a guru not that i not not that i'm the gospel because i'm wrong a lot but when we get to points that that favor doing something. And I talked mm-hmm. about this in course number five. When you see things and you go through your checklist, well, you know, the stochastics are really high. You know, this looks like a five bar pattern. Yeah. And we're ahead of them. Or we just butted up against the moving average. When you start checking these all off, and that's what's going to happen in that 525 to 535, 540 area, is we're going to start checking off our checklists. Well, stochastics have rallied. We've rallied. The skews come up. You got to take advantage. You got to do something. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to keep your short position up. Oh, now you just raise it, and that's a great thing because now instead of being protected to five dollars, now you're protected
0: at five twenty. Yeah,
2: that's,
0: that's great. Yeah. that's what you want. I mean that that that's 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 what the, that bin. Uh, you, hopefully, you've got the the structure on your farm. You've put the grain in the bin, and now you've just appreciated twenty cents worth of value. Right. right. Yeah, and so very. And, and what I'm saying is, you won't spend
1: doing the program that i'm talking about you won't spend cash money you'll do the one by four that's going to cost a little bit of money by the time we get up and do the 525 we're going to be doing that one for zero Yeah. so all you're really doing is you're replacing your leverage which was four now down to two and one A 520 and two five dollars and then if we go higher you do it again you do the 540 again it's two five dollars now you've yeah. got now you've got a 540 put a 520 put And no $5 puts now, but, but you've got your, you've got your product at five fifty. you know, it's, it's
0: way up there now. Now you're, you're very, now you're. you're. Brian, I've never been told this concept before. I've always, you've always been told what, what you started with earlier, you know, buy a, you know, sell, sell your, your corn and buy a put or whatever, or buy a call, whatever. That's the advice well and, and honestly i i was on the other side
1: of most of those trades Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know when they when they uh you had well, your deck and yeah well, oh, when yeah. they keep when they came into the pit you know we we looked for all that retail paper you know because it was you know it was just doing it at the was, market it was doing it at the was, market you know they they didn't care about price and um you know they were generally paying the highest level of volatility and that that they could i mean when to when you buy these options is very very important. I mean, you don't want to be buying options after whatever everybody's all hyped up about them. You want yeah. to be, you want to be you want to be buying these options. You know when they're depressed like this. Yeah, you know? because you know this theta that everybody talks about. Well, I don't want options because they're gonna you know the theta, the theta, the theta. Yeah, you know. uh, there is no such thing as theta when you buy options in February at like 16% volatility. By the time you get to the July 4th weekend and volatility is 40%, believe it or not, the straddles are probably more expensive in July than they are in February at Man. outright price. So you've think about that, Rick. You've had from February until July 4th weekend, it's a scalp gamma, you call into the bunker, call into your show, and we'll go through gamma. You can scalp gamma every day, every week, every month. You get to do it for free. Yeah. You get to scalp gamma for free, and all that is, is is reducing your cost that you already bought it very, very inexpensive. And you know you you can trade the vague like we talked about. You trade the components that make up the price of an option. So yeah. it's, it's it's something that it's it's something knowing it's. Like when you buy a house in foreclosure, knowing buying it at the right price. You got to you got to be buying at the right time and at the right price. And for most, for the last probably fifty years, you know, the brokers are getting a lot more educated, and I I applaud them for that. But yeah. back in, back in the day, they didn't have a clue what volatility was. They had no clue, yeah. and they were just telling you to buy puts, and they yeah. because put because puts are a negative position. Well, we just saw with the feeder cattle puts the negative position didn't work on the downside. And there, and we talked about this, Rick. Remember we talked about the volatility in those puts? I yeah. said the volatility in those puts is too high relative to how much the market you know typically moves. Yeah. As, as soon as the market as soon as the market went back into its typical ranges, they absolutely murdered those puts.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I should have known better because I was I was in the money by six or seven dollars. Yeah. And the the puts I was long were not moving penny for penny with the futures market. They were lagging behind 20, 25%. I, I mean, that should have, you know, come on, th- th- there's something going on here that, that we're unaware of. And then boom, in two days, they just flipped this thing. Yeah, yes. I mean, and when we, we talked
1: about, you know, um, putting putting that one by, it was like, it was one by one and a half, I believe what we we're talking about. Yeah. And you're you going to end up with the one by one and a half on for a credit. So if the the market rallied, you were never going to lose money. You would still make your credit. I was just too
0: greedy and put in too high of a price and didn't get hit. You were close. It was really close. It was really close. Oh, well. Uh, Jason's got a question. How many bushels are you attributing to a 50 delta? Jason, I haven't looked at the delta on the
1: actual trade, but 50 delta, you know, I think that's a little bit too high to put on a 50 delta because of the leverage you get on the downside. Um, if if you have 100,000 bushels, I'd be looking at something that would give you a more of a delta of like uh, 10,000 bushels, you know, or maybe maybe 20,000 bushels, maybe uh, 25, 30 delta. I wouldn't be looking at a full 50 delta only because – you you you'll be too leveraged to the downside. The, you're going to get the leverage on the downside with the multiple units that you have. The four units are going to create a bigger short delta position as we break. So you don't mm. need to start out with quite such a big delta in the beginning,
0: which will save you money, by the way. That's a good question, though.
1: It is a very good question. I'm
0: glad it was asked. Yeah. Okay. So before we go to beans, okay, so real quick here. So This, this, you know, you want to buy, we're in March again, March corn, March 24 corn. You want to buy four fives and sell one 530 just to get in the game. Okay. So Brian, how much, is there any risk involved in this trade? I mean, is is the broker going to call with the margin call?
1: Um, You know, you're not going to, you're not going to see, you're not going to, it's not a high margin trade. It's not a high margin trade. And if we rally, there's no margin on it. It's actually, if we move either way, there should not be very much, but it'll be very stagnant. The risk, risk and margin are two different things. Yes. The risk is that we don't do anything between now and February. We just kind of float around in the water right here. And we end up between five thirty and $5. Because then the $5, remember what I said in the very beginning, you don't want the market to go to where you're long. So yeah. the risk is, is that we go right to $5 and sit there. You don't want, nope. that. that's your ultimate risk. Um, you know, the, marg- the margin is not going to be high because what the margin will do, the margin will look at your position, you know, 30, 40, 50 cents lower, even though we're moving, let's say we're only moving 3 cents a day, it'll look at 50 cents lower. Sure, you're making a ton of money because you yeah. will. You know, you've got yeah. so many, you've got three times as many puts as you as you're short that, uh, you know, it'll it, the margin will be very small. And then on the upside, it'll look like you're not going to lose very much money because all, all the puts can do is go to zero. Right. So from a margin standpoint, it's not going to be a high margin trade from a risk standpoint. Your risk your risk on this trade is after the January crop report number. This is this is basically what I'm talking about with the February. Um, you know, buying the options in, in the month of February and getting rid of them July fourth. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things you can do with this trade and this structure. And when the market, if the market has its rally, you just, you know, you take your you take your position, you roll it higher so you're protected higher. But you get out of this trade, you get out of this trade after the January crop report number after the January crop report number, they tend to they tend to hit volatility and we tend to get into the dog days of winter.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, now folks, if you don't understand what we're talking about, you got to get to deltahousetrading.com. Brian's got, he's got for a fee, I mean, his time's worth worth money here. So for a fee, you can get into his bunker, he calls it, and he calls his, his, his troops or his gathering the army, yeah. the option army. Yeah. And, and he goes through this stuff every day. Uh, and then, uh, another thing I want to get to, if we got time tonight, I want to get to how you determine the, the daily ranges, because I'm telling you, man, you are, you're within you're within quarter of cents of being spot on. Thanks, Rick. So we're going to get there in a few minutes, but let's go to soybeans real quick. So uh, I don't know where March beans went out, but Novi beans went out at 1290. So I marches are what 13, 20, 20. I don't know where they are. Yeah, you know, I mean, you think about that. Think about think about that
1: spread. That spread traded like 20 over. Nova was 20 over. Now what is it? It's like, you know, 25 under. I yeah. mean, you've got you've you've got you've got a very, very nice carry in these markets here. You know so you know that also helps you know when you when you're setting up these option structures now that we have this thing and I I alluded to it before it's called skew okay and I I want you know for for any of you guys that are out there that, that have taken my course or listened to me in the morning um this is very important okay so a 1290 strike in in November beans if it's trading at 17 and a half percent. A 1320 strike in March, if it's trading under 17, whatever I said it was in, in November, it's in, it's a lot more than that because you have a call slope, okay? And the call slope says, it's positive, 99.9% of the time that it trades, the call slope is positive. I've seen it negative 1% in my yeah. whole entire life. Yeah. When it's positive like that, what it says is each strike you go up, the volatility in that strike increases. And why is that? Because when we go up in price, it gets more volatile. The more volatile, the more expensive the option should be. So when you get to $13, if $13 is 17 and a half, and $13.10 is 17.8, or sorry, I'm gonna do it easy, is 18 and 13.20 is 18 and a half. If you're looking at a March option, that has the same, which is 1320, and the volatility is the same, which it is, 17%, as the November is in uh, 1290, the March options are providing an opportunity for you. They're not equal. It's not, they're, they're not equal volatility. You're getting, you know, 30 cents more for the same volatility. And all that time. And all
0: that time. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you see, that's the type of ways you dissect this. So okay, so Brian, have you got a, a um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, your your um, software platform is this? Is this your? Is this proprietary? Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got things running, these algorithms running to give you this information. Is that correct? Well, you know what, Rick,
1: I I, I I've had the algorithm. I've had the information that, that I'm telling you. I've had that put into programs and, and Excel spreadsheets and stuff. And, you know, numbers just get spit out for me, you know, maybe cause I'm old and old school. I like to do this by hand hmm. every single day, because by when I do it by hand every single day and every single night, yes. I get more, I get more intimate with, you know, what the numbers mean. Yeah. And what and uh why they are they what they are. And I tell this to I tell this to anybody that's on my bunker listening to the bunker, I said that we we are basically a human algorithm. That's what we are doing. I, all we're, we, are, we are replicating what these algorithms are, are looking for. The difference is is when you, Rick, if you were to subscribe to some algorithm, and I I've seen these algorithms for as much as fifty thousand dollars a year, they're expensive. Um if you if you were to you know buy into a subscription for one of these algorithms uh all it does is it'll just spit you out numbers in the morning yeah and you're 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 at the mercy of belief that the algorithm is right yeah what we, what we do is we take the algorithmic numbers the ranges and we break it down and say this is why we see the market coming to this area this is the the velocity in which it should get to this area this is what needs to happen for it to break through this area these are all these things that we that we look at they they basically take the programmer's mind and give it to the give it to the trader, give it to the farmer, and let them know there's a reason why we're buying beans at 1260. There was a reason I bought beans at 1257 and a half, not just because some algorithm popped out and said, you know, a pivot number is 1257 and a half. I right. knew I knew why I was buying that area. And that that's yeah. what that's the education uh that we're trying to. And with with this, the more you do it. The more the more you get comfortable with it, the more confident you get in the numbers. I myself get very impatient sometimes. I don't want to wait. I you know, like when I bought the 1257 and a half, I started buying it 1259 and three-quarters, even though my number said 1257 and three-quarters, because I'm like, oh my god, I just don't want, to want to miss it. You yeah, miss right, it. right. So it's it's not, you know, it if you if you instill some form of discipline and you have trust in in what we're doing and you have belief in what we're doing, it it, it is, it it does
0: work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And, and this just isn't, isn't spitballing and and throwing darts at the board. I mean, this is very educated and scientific. I mean, he's got this, he's been doing this for a long time. So uh, again, we're going to get into soybean. Anybody out there, listen, if you got a question, I mean, you got the man right here, right now, Raise your hand and let's get a question going. Well,
1: let, let me just tell you, it, to, to replicate what I've done would be very, very expensive now because what I did is uh, before we got into all this content-driven kind of thing, I took, I went down to the archives at the Board of Trade and I just took data that they had for 80 years. Free. Which was free, right? Which now is going to cost you, now is going to cost you, you know, Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, if they'll even give it to you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I compiled this this you know database of stuff that's going on, and I just added on to it and kept up with it and kept up. With it. So it's it's ninety years of doing this, and we we looked at it in, to other commodities. You know, we looked at it in stock, and nothing in this business works hundred percent of the time. Nothing does, but if we can be right eighty percent of the time
0: that's a massive massive win that's pretty good and i'm i'm gonna to venture to say also brian that you love to hit singles and very rarely go for home runs
1: yeah i i, I that, that's 100 percent true and I, i've outlined that before and you know i've, I've had i've had discussions i'm not gonna say they're arguments i had discussions with people that you know they're long beats for twelve dollars and they just hold them till sixteen dollars and they say you know yeah. I'm in $4. Yeah. i mean four dollars that's fantastic and yeah. I, I applaud you for that. I, I don't have that ability. I, I, I don't. And when someone does something that I can't do. You know, I, I respect that. But when I tell them that, you know, I made six dollars. They go, "How'd you do that?" I go, "Well, see every single one of these days where it was up thirty and then it came back twenty and then it went up again. I took advantage of those thirty cent moves every single day. Yeah. And when I put when I put thirty of those together, I made nine dollars. Yeah." You know, and I've maintained a small long position, maybe it was one or two, but it acted like a hundred.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you just took all the air out of their balloon. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, there's I I have this other discussion with people, Um, you know, bees will rally from twelve dollars to sixteen dollars. Yeah. And then they break to fourteen eighty. And I, I, I hear this argument, I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. The argument is, well, uh, I'm okay. I'm long beans from 12 bucks. I'm still up money. My argument is, no, you're not. You're long beans from $16, right where they closed. That profit is your profit. That money is yours. You lost yeah. that money. That That's real money. You're yeah. long from $16. So I'm always looking to protect where we are, not from where I where I'm long from or short from. I'm looking to protect from where we are. I mean, I I look at the feeders when you you were you 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 uh, you you turned me on to the feeders, and I got short those feeders at two sixty seven. You know, I took them off a little bit early, Rick. You you stuck with it a little bit longer than I did, but you know, I was looking for I was looking for that capitulation down and and for a bounce to reinitiate. It never happened. You know, you're going you're going to run into those periods. You know, but uh, it it's still a profit. And the thing that we're doing is we are if if this if the technical picture can give us an 80% probability that we're going to be right, and we know how to analyze the options, and we can apply the options to the expected movement in the futures, all we're doing is we're just putting more metrics on top of metrics to give us a better probability, a better chance of being successful. Yeah. And that, that's, that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to instill in farmers and, and be able to, to transfer that knowledge to them. Because for so many years, like I said, I'd trade the other side of their orders. I would see them getting overcharged in commissions, absolutely horrendous execution, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, picking the absolute tops in markets and getting along and the absolute bottoms in markets and getting short. And yeah. there there was there was it, it seemed like that the, the you know, the technical picture they were getting, was based on fear, you know, or we're, we're, we're down at $3 and 10 cents. We got to do something now. That's a, that's a fear thing. And, uh, the options, there was very little, very little, very little knowledge of how they worked.
0: Yeah. Uh, just a little side note here. Uh, Brian and I actually were in Chicago saying he's been there forever, but I was up there for four years. We're, we did not ever meet each other, but, uh, you remember uh, the turtles? Was that Richard Dennis? Yeah, uh,
1: Richard Dennis. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And Richard Dennis was considered a tremendous commodity trader. Yeah. And uh, you probably knew him personally.
1: I didn't know Richard, but I knew the turtles. I knew I knew the people that executed the trades for him on the floor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Amazing. He's got. There's a book about it. They're an amazing group of people. Uh, yeah. He, he just taught him. It was just incredible what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he was one heck of a trader. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, now, Brian, do you ever do what I, I've read about? Uh, it's called a tailwind trade, I believe, where you maybe you're long long an option and then then sell futures and then and then uh, let it ride that way. Have you ever done things like that? Um, are you are you kind of referring to like
1: trailing stops or no? Uh, what's the book? Um, uh, uh are they just I, are you talking are you talking about like maybe like option rights so like let's say you're long uh Tesla and you just keep selling like the 190 call the 200 call the 210 call
0: no it's not really that we can move on from this but it was it's more like um uh buy a buy a put for a lower protection but but you really think the market's going to run so you get long futures but you've got that put down there to protect you in case if you're long if you're wrong on your futures position
1: yeah that that hypothetical trade you're talking about right now is a, something that we're working on this week with the bunker what we did in the bunker is hypothetically we bought 10 480 puts in the corn 10 and three eights and we bought four futures at 480. Yeah. again for anybody that's listening, this is a bullish trade. We want the, oh yeah, we want the market to rally. We want the market. What we want is we want the market to get away from that 480 strike, sell the futures out and belong these 480 puts for free, and then scalp them back and forth.
0: Yeah. Now, do you ever find that? I mean, you're 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 picking pretty liquid markets here, but do you ever find that getting in or out of these options? I mean, you sometimes you struggle because you know you want the I want that. I want that eight, and I just can't get the bid out there. Well, um, yeah, I have, and I've, I've learned over
1: the, over a long period of time and through some very very painful experiences to be to size your position uh, to the to the liquidity that is yeah. in. You. That's why I stay away from these weekly options. It's why I stay away from the CSO options. The liquidity in those options is is is, it's it's hard to get in and out of you know i I i'm in coffee options but i trade it very small because the bid offer and getting in and out of it is not very easy uh if you don't size it accordingly you you'll you'll be you'll be you'll be too big you know i mean 100 lot in the coffee is just it's a big number and you can't you can't move 100 without moving the market it's like when i was was, (laughs) it's like when i was uh consulting with the hedge funds uh you know, he trusted my analysis of option volatility so much that I'd call him up and say, uh, Jack, uh, and he might be on here now. I, he's a good friend. I said, Jack, I go, option volatility is really inexpensive. You should do something here. And he goes, uh, well, buy 5,000 straddles. <laughs> I am like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> if I go try buy 5,000 straddles, I'm going to I'm gonna run the market from 80 cents up to 95 cents. He goes, "Yeah." Well, he goes, well, just, just, uh, and this is what I'm talking about with uh, execution. And not that I'm the, not that I'm the best, but be, it, in the pits, you learn how to play poker because you learned when a broker had a big order, you know, when locals were hung, you knew how to read people, you knew how to, th- so when we were consulting with them, it was screen and floor, so we could actually kind of measure it up. And when I would find it, we need to buy 5,000 straddles. Some of the times, Rick, it would be like, yeah, just buy 5,000 as much as you can. It was so egregiously underpriced. You did that. At this time, it wasn't. I said, look, here's what we're going to do. They're, they're, they're long volatility and they want to sell some. I know that. So let's just put it out there. Just, just don't put a number out. Say five, we'll, we'll say 90 bit. And we ended up getting like 1,500 of them. Um, And I said, stop now. Let's stop here. Now let's Chinese water torture them. Let's just do two hundred every like twenty minutes. We'll do another two hundred, and before three or four days we had five thousand baht. and instead of running it up from and we're running yeah. up from ninety to a buck
0: five, we ran it from ninety to ninety to one and a half. Yeah, because you just nonchalantly just uh, just did it without wrecking the market. Saved them a half a million dollars in execution. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. That that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's uh, let's go to soybeans. Yep. So what are we okay? Again, let's I don't know what March is, but let's just go with um with what? 13, let's say March is at 1325. I don't know
1: where they are. Yeah. It's probably right around there. Um, you know, what I've been doing in soybeans, what I what I uh I, I call it my poor man's way of of being long volatility because I, I do want to be long volatility, but you don't the hardest thing with options is timing. Timing these moves is very, very hard. So what I've been doing is I've been buying a a $12 put in March and selling a 1240 put in November.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Say that again. Now buying. I've I've been buying a $12 put and selling a 1240 put. Oh, okay. It's Delta neutral. That's why I'm doing it because it's Delta neutral. Okay. Um, You know, and the reason I, the reason I, I've been doing that because I don't know what the timing what the timing is. I'm also doing it on the call side too, okay. So on the call side, I'm buying like a uh fifteen dollar call. That's not, not that far. Up. It was that far. That, that tells you how long I've had this trade on. Rich. Yeah. It was that far up, but yeah. uh, it would be like a fourteen dollar uh, March call and selling like a thirteen sixty November call.
0: Yeah.
1: The reason, so it's basically selling a, a November strangle. And buying a March strangle—that's the position that has been working pretty well in the in the soybeans because you don't know when this market is going to move. Now you've got to be able—you've got to be able to—you've got to be able to stand. Like today was not a great day for that trade because it's got all that negative gamma and it's been widening and widening and widening because of the theta. So the thing to do is when it, the volta and I'm probably going to do this in, in very 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 shortly here, um, and maybe like after we log off. Um, the volatility here. I'm going to watch and see what the range is like tonight, and if the follow through is tomorrow. But this option volatility in beans at like 17% is very, very inexpensive. It isn't paying very much money to be short It's time to take that November off. There's only 14 days left in November anyway. I like it to. You know, you're you're trying to squeeze the last little bit of lemon juice out of the out of the lemon. Yeah. What I will do is I will sell and it's what went over before I will buy that November strangle and I'll sell the January to get a little bit more premium only because I don't know when this market's going to move to one way or the other. And the January helps me through those dog days of Halloween, you know, Thanksgiving. So I don't like just being flat out options in the, in the, in the beans, but I do like being long volatility. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. That makes total sense. Um, I mean, today, today has to. I mean, that was a. This was a big update today. One of the larger moves we've had in quite some time. Yeah. So your volatility numbers are going to be skewed a little bit now, right? Well, that's a, that's that's the thing, and
1: I, part that's why I said I'm probably going to lift this. Uh, you know, after I get off the air with you, or maybe tomorrow morning. Probably tomorrow morning when there's more liquidity, the the, uh, the options didn't respond. They yeah. didn't go up. They didn't go up very much. There is so little respect for the upside, which also tells me that you got to be you got to be very careful of the upside. You got to be very careful being short these agricultural products right here, because there's so little respect with with uh, the way these options are trading, the volatility of these options are trading. I mean, you know, you've got if we continue and and corn and, and wheat. I mean, Jesus. We, we we've actually had seen some some lower range days like the last three days and weekly we today we had a 27 and a quarter this is what i do every morning 27 and a quarter yesterday nine and three quarters the day before and 11 and a half the day before that these are very very small ranges
0: that's nothing
1: right now here's 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 the thing that you want to take away from that rick and this is why when farmers when they in february when they're going to start buying options to protect themselves this is exactly what they should go through those little ranges, those little ranges. You know what volatility that supports? It supports thirty six percent volatility. Oh, do you wow. know what vol- Do you know what volatility wheat is trading at? Twenty
2: nine
1: percent. It's seven percent wow. under the historical volatility. So the options are very inexpensive for for this uh, for this one. The ranges that the ranges that uh, would have to come in to just break even at twenty nine percent our wheat ranges like seven cents a day. Mm. That's not going to happen. You know, I don't see wheat, you know, with, the again, we do our homework. The commitment of traders shows the fund with a very big position. When they have big positions, we don't just sit around. The moving averages are coming down incredibly fast. We just broke through some major, major resistance and broke a a major, if, uh, if, 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 I, w- I wish I could pull up a chart on here. Can I actually? Can I pull up a chart? Yeah, okay, I, can I think
0: Rachel. He can share his screen, right?
1: Here, let me let me log into uh, let me log into one of my software things so I can pull it up and show you. This might be real helpful. Uh, where is it?
0: Yeah, this is what we should have done earlier. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, Rachel's Rachel's just share your screen there, Brian. I gotta log in first. Can you still see me? Yeah.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. This this'll be good because this is what I do in the morning. And this this actually shows you uh this shows you why I make decisions or put out things and make decisions the way I do. So this I'm gonna pull up I'm gonna pull up the wheat chart.
0: Now folks, when he says wheat, he's talking Chicago wheat here.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. I can do the same thing for corn if you'd like that too rick no it doesn't matter uh we don't see anything yet brian oh I no i'm it's still logging oh okay that's okay. A
1: pro- that's the problem with this computer that i've got because it's just in my kitchen it, it's it's slow to log in i'll let you know when, when it logs when it comes up okay so let me uh let me pull you guys back up
0: well and and i uh, i know brian talks about this stuff so easy and so eloquently and and there is a lot to this. I mean, there's a lot to wrap your brain around here. But remember, you can get help. He's he's extremely accessible. Uh, he's got the bunker on every morning. The, um, the night session stops trading at uh, 845 Central. And then the day session starts at 930. And that's when he does his bunker. Yep, we can see. Oh, this, this is awesome. We should have done this earlier.
1: Yeah, so check this out. This is this is this is what we do on the bunker okay so you see you see uh hey, let me see if I can expand this this is a daily wheat chart I gotta move my picture my ugly mug so you when I talk about this downtrend Channel oh, look, yeah. you can see how powerful this downtrend channel was. When when I and in course, number four, I teach you how to find these and how to how to how to show which ones are powerful, which ones are not powerful, which ones are weak. Yeah. Um, and that's why when I tweeted, you know, I hate I hate trends that are look like this, you know, yeah. that are straight up into the moon that they, they they're 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 they're. A recipe for disaster. This one has been very, very powerful. Okay, now a couple of days ago, I, I drew this, and this is a very weak trend line. Okay, this uptown uptrend line was very weak because it's, yeah. only, got, it's only got a couple points of reference on this on this uh, on this trend line. But when the market broke onto this downtrend channel, okay, it tried it one time here, but the body of the the body of the uh, of the candle was it was a rejection. It wasn't that today. It was a it was a confirmation. Okay, mm-hmm. it settled above the downtrend. Show. This is big. This is why I think wheat has a chance to really do something. Now, I drew. What I also what I also do is I know I, I shouldn't say I know. Nobody knows in certainty of anything. Over the course of my career, I go back and I, and I find areas of consolidation. Okay, so this area right here. Is nothing. See that air in there? But this area area right here has a lot of trade in that area. So markets tend to gravitate back to these areas of of consolidative trade. So where do I see that? And I've, I've framed it for you right here. It's all this area right in here. This is a big area of consolidative trade that the market should go back into and test. So that's why this number right here it's very, very important. It's the bottom end of this consolidated trade. This would be what I would I'd call it in the corn. I'd call this like the glass ceiling. Once it gets through there, it should go back up to six twelve. Okay, which is the top end of this consolidative trade. Okay, now I've heard a lot of people with subscriptions talking about nine fifty corn or nine fifty wheat, and I've had people and you know some friends, mutual friends of ours, Rick have talked text me and said, Hey, you know, this guy's talking about 950 wheat. I, I go, you, you might, we might, you know, I don't want to say anybody's analysis is wrong. Cause you know, people do things for different reasons, but there's, I said, there's, a, and I'll show you why they're, 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 looking at 950. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen before we get to 950. This yeah. is, this, this headwind, that, you know, in this here, here and here is uh, is going to cause this, this market to not blast off. Now, this is also very important. I bring all this in. I hope I'm not going too fast and I hope I'm not boring. No. And I hope no, I'm not no. boring anybody. But these are the 100 and 200 day moving averages. This is what the funds trade on. So when these moving averages are coming down like they are, I mean, look at this. It's come down from 825 down to you know 687. It's come down quite a bit. When these moving averages continue to come down and they get, in line with with our resistance, this is where markets absolutely find catapult. This is where they this is where they take off from. So I could see if we if we get up to the 637, 635 area, this is where it catapults. This is where you start seeing this thing go nuts. Now okay. why
0: why are people looking at 950? I'll show you why. Hang on just a second, Brian. can you go back to the screen you were just on just for yep. a second? Nope. Yep. Okay, so now, based on what we're seeing here, where do you enter this market that where you would think is a safe, uh, you know, nothing's guaranteed, but where would where's a safe place to enter and where do you put your risk that this is not gonna work, this trade is not gonna work? Well, okay, so
1: what we have here is my favorite setup. I'm gonna expand this,
0: okay. You like uh, five steps, I
1: think. Yeah, one, two, three. See how we're making lower lows each time. Yep. This is an actually very very powerful formation right here. So we've got a five bar setup. Now, what what the five bar setup says is you have lower highs and lower lows. Okay. This is this is actually a five bar setup, but this is not a higher. This is not a a lower. This is this is not a, a lower high. This is just a lower low. This is a five-bar setup. One, two, three. The next two bars are going to be four and five. This is a five. This is the beginning of a five-bar setup. What makes this one really powerful is the fifth, the, the middle part of this five bar was predicated by a reversal higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. It took out the low, took out the high, and closed in the high uh. Portion of the of the bar that is very very powerful this signals a very very strong change in direction so for me i'm looking to buy this wheat back at the you know back in this uh i, I don't know exactly where it is uh, but it looks like if i could find uh it'd probably be right around uh I, I'll, I'll do it in the morning my, my I, I don't have the numbers yet but i'd yeah. be buying the right at the top of this trend channel Okay. You know, back in probably looks like it's about 565. I'd be buying wheat at 565 um, knowing that if it gets back below this and back into this trend channel, you know, back to business as usual, but I don't think that that's happening. What, what you generally want to look for is you want to look for, you take, and this is, this goes into measuring. A lot of people like to measure you take this bar you take 50% of that bar. So this bar was 27 cents. So Half of that would be 13 and a half and 13 and a half off the the high. What was the high today? 75.
2: Yeah, it it, well, high
0: High today was
1: 74 and a half. So take 13 off that would put it 561 and a half. So, you know, my impatience, I'd probably be buying 565s, Rick. Yeah, yeah
0: it settled today at 5 uh, 571 and a half
1: yeah and and the, and the high was 574 and a half so but if you look for a retracement of 50% of this bar that's 561 and a half would be a good entry point for a, a long. Yeah. uh it's right here again it's like right at the top of this downtrend channel i like that entry point um i'd be buying i'd i'd be nibbling at 565 just cuz i don't want to miss it i'm a little bit patient all the way down five, all the way down to 560
0: okay but that's a pretty solid formation. And then you couple that with today's report and it, it looks pretty, pretty solid. Yeah.
1: If we can take out. Okay. So I'm going to pull up that other chart in a second here. If we can take out this high of, uh, what was that? Monday, like one and a half, I want to show why that's important. Why that's important is you have a weekly close higher. above Mm. above this above this lower end of this uh of this um i call it glass ceiling Uh, it it would be very very constructive to close on a weekly uh higher uh, higher than the previous week's high that would be very constructive so now you've got a weekly signal that, that uh that things are turning higher you've got a daily you've got all you've got uh options that are telling you you know that. The the market looks like it has a potential to go higher. I want I want to tell you this is why people are looking at nine fifty. Okay, they're looking at nine fifty because it's the high of this consolidative trade right in here. Ah, uh, that's why that's why if you if you guys are have subscription services and the, the person putting out the subscription services talking about nine fifty wheat, this is what they're looking at.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. But but the way we do it, we we're not we're not we don't look that far in advance. We we look at what we got to clear first. You know, before we get to nine, this is the nine fifty bar up here. Before we get to there, we got we got a lot of work to do
0: before we get there, and you know, there's a lot there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of money to be made there. Yeah, and and folks, these candles here that Brian showed you, these are dailies. The one he showed prior was a weekly. Those right. So he's taking the highs and the lows of the week, and that that's what one candle is. Now all this stuff all the stuff we
1: do can be applied to weekly charts can be applied to 30 minute charts can be applied to daily charts can be applied to monthly
0: charts what we do is, is interchangeable with all different time frames yeah now go back to that uh, weekly candle and you had that um you had that short line is that the moving average up there what what is that right there what's that arc
1: that's that is probably the um you know, I don't. It, it says it's the uh, hundred-day moving average, but ah. you, you, here's the thing: when you put moving averages in these charts, okay? I put them in the daily, so my my moving average is a hundred daily moving average, okay? Unless I do a weekly moving average, this is not going to be. This is going to be very skewed. That that line no. is irrelevant to this chart.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And when and that nine fifty was back in November of twenty two that that high right right there where your cursor is somewhere around the, or yeah, September
1: this, this, this was the high here was nine forty two and a half and that was on uh, October the 10th yeah one, and that's one year ago from today one <laughs> year
0: ago and it's been downhill ever since
1: yeah we've done we've gone down four dollars since then at the same time at the same time that our our stocks are uh just a little bit less than they were at this time of year and we have inflation this just it's all points th- the direction that these funds have had their stranglehold on this and their pigs and they've they've just just plowed this thing relentlessly
0: yeah yeah well when they flip though man
1: Ooh, yeah man. well you've seen it i mean and and honestly i i said this yesterday or the day before this market trends better than any market i follow when i mean yeah. It just it it just does, and when this thing when this thing ch- turns, okay. And this is also why I like shallow uh, trends. I don't like these. I don't like these big, you know, trends that you know you're, you're trying to you're trying to draw a trend line like this.
0: Yeah, that's vertical. Yeah,
1: you know, it is. And then you know, vertical higher usually brings vertical lower. Yeah, and this 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 action to me. Um, is very erratic, and it, it's it, it, you cannot you cannot um, you cannot trust this. But here, I want you, I want you to look at something. and You know this, Rick, because we've talked quite a bit. Look at this. Look at look at the indication that we got on this this market. Let yeah. I me mean, let me get rid of this first. One, two, three. This wow. is a five bar setup, and this is a very good one. One, two, three, you've got higher, low, higher, high, High higher, low, higher, high, then boom. Yep. And this is, this is, this is what I teach. And this is what, this is what I I want farmers to understand. First thing you got to do is get your directional bias. Okay. Your directional bias is probably going to be short most of the time because you're, you have have product in the backyard. Look at this. We made a uh, lower high and a lower low at the 200 day moving average. Ooh. So now you've got now you've got two different things. You've got a five bar pattern setup, You've got a lower high that challenged the two hundred day moving average. We call this the setup bar. You do not trade on the setup bar. The setup bar because it could absolutely turn around and go straight back up and negate this five bar pattern. Where we trade on this and think about this, I mean, if you're trying to sell this, you're in the wrong business. You're going to yeah. get broke. Yeah. Okay, so we've got we we've done this. We've come down, set up. All of our all of our antennae are going off. Not only that, we're looking at stochastics that are seventy nine over oh. ninety three. We've got RSI is at like uh, seventy five. You've, you've got, got like oh. six
0: boxes check marked here.
1: Oh, you got all the bells and whistles that we t- that we teach and go on that we pull out of our tool chest, say our, our checklist. There's something to do here. We cannot sit here and do nothing. We wait for the setup bar. The rule is. Uh, it's in it's in one of my courses I think it's in course four that you want to sell the optimal point to sell is halfway back through this setup bar so this setup bar had a range of 28 cents well, that's easy so that's 14 cents D- divided it by half the high was 778 so I hope yeah. this I hope this works so the hot where you should be selling is 14 cents lower than 778. You should be selling 764. So let's see what the high was here. The high was 762. So you can see it gets back into that
0: 50% retracement area. That's the area you got to be taking. Uh, and, and, and that was you were never you were never in a losing a day of trade. Not one. Never. Never.
2: never. Wow.
1: And we talked about this exact pattern. I'll show you another one we we talked about, which was which was really good. Um, we talked about this as it was happening. Um, and I'm not just plugging what we're doing. I, I just believe in what we're doing so well. I like to share it. Uh this is not to this is not to, to pat myself on the back. This is this is this is just because I'm so passionate about it. We picked this. We this, is crude, crude this oil. is crude oil. One, two, three. Yeah. Followed by a lower high like, okay, this our bells and whistles got to start going off. Five, the confirmation bar went, and I think we talked about it. It went right up into the middle of this bar and it was a perfect time to sell it. You, you never took heat. It was like 90, 66, I believe was the price. And it took, never took heat. It just went down and down. Yeah. The same pattern showed up in, in cattle and in feeder cattle. It, it, it shows up so frequently, you have to be able, you have, be, have to be able to find it. So this is the hard part, Rick. And if 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 I'm boring you guys again, please just tell me. So no, the, no. Here, nope. here, here's the hard part. This is easy because you're you're seeing all the all the lines that I've drawn, but you're gonna pull up stuff like this. Right, you're gonna pull that up and go, oh, that looks way different. Well, Brian had all these lines in there, and he was he was, you know, he's showing us where all this resistance and support yeah. and stuff is. Well, that's what we're teaching you. We're teaching you to build what we just had, we just stripped everything out of that chart you have all the tools to put back in and we can put them all back in. Sometimes it's good to strip the stuff away. You can see things more clearly. This five bar, look, it's, very, it's easy to see, you know, you see the spike here. It, it's, it, and I enjoy doing this. I love finding stuff like this. It's like, you know, women that go to TJ Maxx and find the
0: deals. This is my deal. <laughs> yeah. This stuff. So, okay. So Brian, right here, when, I mean, when that yeah. pattern hits that, that, and you know what's weird about that is, and I told, I said this at the beginning of the show, my dad's one of the best traders I've ever seen. And he traded on a three day pattern because that's the, the, like the psychology, the human psych, you know, I can, yeah. you know, three day, the market's gone against me for three days. I can't take any more pain. I got to get it out. And what happens? Market goes the other way immediately. Same what? thing. That's what my ranges are based off of. My ranges are based
1: off of three days, three months, three weeks. It's based on all base three. My stochastics, stachast- yeah. I build on a 14-3-3. My RSI's are base nine. It's all based on threes.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. that's human. That has to do with a lot of human psychology or, or the way we, we the, you know process things. We can only take the heat for so long yep. if you're wrong. Uh, typically, what happens, and you know this, Brian, better than anybody. Most people get uh, they get their size too big, and they can't they can't withstand a move in the wrong direction for very long.
1: Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. I've been yeah. I've been uh, I've been uh, evicted on that myself. I've overtraded a lot, and I, it's a it's a very very uncomfortable position to be in.
0: Yeah, we've got some uh, we got some comments. Or yeah, Jason says uh, elevator up, shaft coming down. You better believe it. Um, that's Jason. That's why I
1: I like uh, and, and I'm hoping that this wheat. I'm pull the wheat back up. I'm hoping this wheat uh trend line that I started back here starts to. And what I when I talk about in the morning is the more times it comes down and tests this this trend line and bounces from it, the stronger this trend line gets. I love how I love the angle of this trend line. I would like to see yes. this trend line continue for a, a period of time at this angle. I don't want to see it go like. Uh, oh shoot! I should have moved that.
0: that. That's a yeah. That's a trend line that is is friendly because it's not getting crazy. Nobody's getting erratic. It's just a nice steady climb. I don't want to see.
1: I don't want to see war come in, or something come in, a trend line go like this. Yeah. I don't, don't want to see that. Because it won't, it won't sustain this. As fast as it goes up, it's gonna come down. A nice sustainable trend line rally that that basically uh, takes takes the short position, you know, away from the funds. lets the gives them an opportunity to buy. Uh, it it will um will will be very good. It will change here. I guarantee you, or I shouldn't say guarantee, but there the probability that this trend line changes will be right here. Once yeah. we get above the 100-day moving averages, there will be a lot more interest in buying, and that this trend line, which is very, very controlled right now, will take on a different shape and start to, you'll be able to draw another trend line that'll be a much steeper trend line. Hopefully, it's not as steep as this or this, because those those are, as you can see, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if we look at wheat or lumber or orange juice, orange juice is going to come down. It, they've got this squeeze going on in orange juice right now. It's going to come down with as much velocity as it went up. Natural gas did the same thing. You, yeah. when, you, when you get these moves like this, and it's not just up moves, it goes to down move also. Um, when you get moves like this violent and this w- with the steepness of these lines, it you, you really have to like, let it let it run its course and then make a decision it's much yeah. safer and it's much more rewarding you don't have to deal with like the nights where your your stomach is turning and you got headaches
2: yeah
0: so so brian if as the futures price moves closer to that uh moving average line does that moving average line then is it going to start to curl and and head back up then is that what's so the, the moving average basically
1: take the last 100 days. So you can see the last 100 days are all higher than here, right? Yeah. So every time we lose one of these 100 days back here at like $7 and replace it with a 540, the line yeah. is going to come down. Uh, okay. as, as, these, as these go up, we're not going to go down as quite so steep because we're going to start replacing. Eventually, we're going to start replacing 625s with 625s, and it's going to – go sideways once we get above the moving averages and we start replacing we start replacing 625 with 675 and seven dollars the moving averages are going to start to try to catch up to the the futures again
0: yeah yeah but my gosh when you look at that that three-day setup you had there and then you look at the the uh the RSI and the and the stochastics I mean everything was set up yeah yep yep yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: I'm not I'm not saying that you you know you 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 do everything that you need to do right there. I'm just saying take a look at it, yeah. Respect it, and do something, yeah. Just something, even yeah. you know because even if even if the market goes higher and you, and it, the five bar was negated and goes higher, you're you're still good. You still own the product. You don't have to do all of it. But I do like doing what I, what I talked about in the corn, you know, back up in the 760 area, doing like one by sixes or one by fives of, you know, 760, $7. Because look at look at the headache that it, it saved for you. All yeah. this movement below $6. And, you know, you're 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 actually in a position of strength. You probably, you know, if you do it, if you do it like that your listener was was asking about the 50 delta right away you're actually going to be short if you keep going and that's why mm. i said don't do that big a delta because you're you'll be you'll have more puts yeah. than your production and when you get to here that's a position of strength you can get long down here you can sell your puts out it's it, it's it's a much more aggressive uh short position uh than, than doing it with a much smaller delta
0: yeah yeah wow it's fascinating. We had another question back there, Brian, if you could uh, stop sharing there just for a moment so I can get back to oh Thank you. Yep. Um, hey, Mark, how you doing tonight? Mark Dudla. What does inflation do? Uh, what does inflation do demand to demand destruction? Seems like many organic buyers are cautious, scared to buy physical consumer confidence down Ukraine offline. Oh, you want me to
1: answer that? Yeah. Well, um, okay. Number one, the fundamental part is not my strongest suit. I'm a more of a technician. I place more emphasis in the technical picture that the market is making. So the fundamental, the fundamental parts of it, um, I pay attention to them. And again, it's, it's part of it's part of the toolbox. If a fundamental part is bullish, the technical picture is bullish. That's when I want to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. As far as the inflation goes, and this is just my personal view it's much worse in Europe and China than it is here. They're paying a lot higher for gas food than we are Mm -hmm. for our products to have gone through the uh, beating that they have gone, our ag products. We have absolutely, in my opinion, no inflation built into these, these commodities at all. If South America does not produce a monster, and you've got China expecting a monster and leaning on that monster. I believe that our markets are so grossly undervalued that uh, you you could see corn. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the carryover is. Doesn't matter what the yield is. The demand is going to come in so fast from other other countries because they're experiencing much higher inflation than we are, much higher interest rates than we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, and, and yes, we've got, we've got inflation that's, that's higher than advertised. You go to the store. I mean, it's not five or 6%, it's 11 or 12%. And, uh, but you're right, Brian, it's, it's, it's worse in other places. And when the big beast is ready to, 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 to buy, they're going to buy, I mean, what, I mean what, what have they been doing for the last six weeks here, Brian? Have they just been buying all kinds of wheat pretty quietly here? Quietly, quietly. That's, yeah. what, that's what I was talking about early. They, they,
1: I think, you know, they, they are so stealth. You know, they 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 understood we figured out their game the way they're doing it by, you know, just flash sales every, every morning. Now we're looking for it. So now they've gone a different route. And yeah. I, agree, I agree with you. I think we're going to be surprised at the, at the demand that, that we're going to get. And I think if you get any sniff of any problem in South America, the the, the world is going to come to us for for the product. I, yeah. I, I just, you know, I, 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 have, I talked to a wheat farmer and I, I said to him this morning, actually, I said, why would a farmer plant wheat when they can plant something else on, on their land? I mean, it doesn't make sense to plant something you're going to lose money at. I mean, the cost of production has to be higher than $540, 550 yeah. You know, in it, it, these days with with gas where it is and, and farm equipment and cost of money, it, it's, it's got to be more. So I can't understand why a farmer would, would plant wheat. And he explained it to me fairly well. He said that the, the and he's in Montana, that the the land there is really only good for wheat maybe chickpeas and i think it was barley uh out there but that uh, it was really only good for wheat so he was he was confined by the land uh we don't have that issue here we've got options they don't
0: have those options so they're forced to keep planting cheap wheat yeah he's he's uh he's bound to to farm within his context and his context is wheat not corn and soybeans yeah yeah Yeah. Hey, Mark, thanks for the the questions. Uh, Glad you're on tonight. Uh, uh, Jason's asking, are you predominantly working with straddles?
1: No, no. The, uh, the, The market is evolving and it evolves every single day and we adapt to whatever the market is giving us sometimes we're looking at racial spreads sometimes we're looking at strangles sometimes we're looking at like your your trade Rick, puts and futures we we talk about that one right now as we speak yeah. sometimes sometimes we're looking at backspreads, spreads the one i talked about the $5 530 uh, there are so many different strategies that that uh, can be used to uh to be profitable in w- with market whatever market conditions we're in that's what that's what we're trying to, that's what i'm trying to educate people on we can we can sit here and go you and i rick and every, and our, everybody list we can go on and say yeah you know what 17 volatility is really cheap in beans. great that doesn't mean just go out and buy you know 13 calls yeah. we, do, we break it down even further we look we look at it, say okay 17 is cheap so we don't want to sell that's number one we're looking for a structure to buy the skew is negative which means that the puts are cheap relative to the 17%. So we, we want to look at a structure employing puts because they're cheaper volatility than the 17%. We hunt for the cheapest of the cheap. We yeah. want to find we want to find where is the crux? Where is where does the call slope meet the put slope? Where is the strike with the cheapest volatility? Because we want the best opportunity that we can to make money. We want to, we wanna if if we think something is cheap we might be selling something that's cheap because we're buying something that's cheaper even still. Yeah. So we're looking, it's not always straddles. It's not always strangles. It's whatever the market
0: is giving us at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and you know, there's another thing. And the, the gentleman here, David, uh, David Grant's got a great question here. Uh, we never talked about this. I mean, you know, and we're, we're, I don't want to, I don't want to run us out of time here, Brian, because you're, you got things to do. It's getting late, but you know we got we need and I, I, i'm gonna to talk to brian later after the show about possibly get getting him on maybe every quarter or maybe something and love go through you. these markets and so like crude oil i mean we got to be thinking about our diesel fuel out here how do we hedge ourselves on that how do we keep this under control because you know these things in the middle east just seem to just flare up all the time now there's always some something going on in some market somewhere to create this extreme volatility uh, you, want one,
1: you want to do one live rick yeah
0: this is one that I, this is one that i want to bring
1: into the bunker probably next week we'll, we'll we'll do it here right now all right we have fertilizer needs right yep okay so what we what are we going to look at for fertilizer we're going to look at natural gas so let me let me let me pull up a natural gas chart first oh, Where is now, for natural gas, I'm going to look at the, uh, I'm going to look, I always look at the March contract, okay? The March contract is the one that is the most volatile. So we're going to pull up a natural gas chart, and this is exactly what I would, what I teach. And it's going to come up like this. Oh Shoot, I didn't want that. Didn't oh, want wow. You, I, didn't you, I didn't want you to see that. Darn it. <laughs> okay. So this is what you're going to pull up. When you pull up a natural gas chart, you're going to pull it up like this. Now. We we want to build a chart to give us an indication of what what we need to do in fertilizer. This is a natural gas chart that tells us what to do in, with fertilizer needs. So you had this, yeah, and it, this is basically what we're looking at in in the uh, in the what do you call in the in the wheat. We had a trend channel down. This was much steeper.
0: That is unreal. <laughs>
1: But look what happened after it broke the trend channel, okay? It broke the trend channel, and it starts this. It starts yeah. this acceleration move higher. Now, we're looking to where markets are going, not where they've been. So anybody looking and saying, oh, you know what? I should have hedged my fertilizer needs with, with natural gas at 315. Uh, again, look at this. one, two, three, four, five, five four, five. Five bar mm-hmm. patterns. They're all over the place. Okay, no one is going to pick this. No one is going to pick this. But what we can do is we can say, okay, look, where are we? What are we looking at? We're looking at this area right here. This 360 area is massive. Oh, boy. You know, this is the top. What do we see up there? You have nothing. You have no consolidative trade. None, all this consolidative trade that we had confined by this 350 to, you know, 330, we blew through it. If we blow through this and you don't, you have none of your natural gas uh, needs met, you're going to look at this up here. There's nothing up there. Now let's pull a a weekly. I'll shoot this monthly. And let's look at a weekly. If we look at this, if we take out this, you've got one more shot and that's at $4. $3.95 Three ninety-five to four dollars. If we don't, if we don't stop there, you're looking at five dollars. You know, yeah. so you're, you're going to get into the, all the all the salesmen that are selling that selling fertilizer are going to be starting to chirp about. You got to get your fertilizer needs met here. You got to get your fertilizer needs met here. This is where we want to buy it. This is the signal that has told you you got to be buying pullbacks. You you got to do something. You got to get a little bit of your fertilizer priced on pullbacks in natural gas.
0: And why are you picking natural gas?
1: Well, I just picked one. I just picked one because uh it, it was live that we don't have that it was gonna be a blank slate that we could build that we could build the chart and show show the points of reference on it, do it yeah. live right here in front. I'm gonna pick natural gas next week because I do think that a lot of the farmers do have fertilizer needs that they want to look at, and I want them to see this. I want them to see if they wait and they just kind of like hem and haw. What is possible for that for to happen? I mean, just looking at this, this looks very ominous. This little no. gap here, it looks like you know. I would rather I'd rather be hedging my natural gas at three forty and three fifty than I'm waiting and having to pay four forty and have this little gap filled. You know, it, it's the, these things are this thing, this point that you've got to you got to start thinking about doing something right here. It has not taken off yet. It's still in this consolidated. Tra- it's had this it's had this one big week and it, and now it's got people freaked out because, you know, yeah. it, it's 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 had this move and they missed it. You'll hear that all the time. I missed it. I missed it. No, you didn't. All you need to do is get a pullback into this three forty. You missed 20 cents of a two dollar move. That's not yeah. missing
0: No. Yeah, so that's I,
1: why I picked that's why I picked this chart. You can build in the stochastics and the RSIs. Let's do that. Let's let's put let's pull in the uh the moving averages. Because that's where it will explode from.
0: Yeah, and you're right, Jason. Uh a lot of the uh the fertilizers are are being produced from natural gas. That's that is correct. The ni- the nitrogen fertilizers.
1: This is not an area that I know, but it's an area that uh, that uh, you know through my charting I can help people with. Okay, so here, look, at that, look at that, look at that last, look at that, look at that last weekly bar. It stopped on the downside right yeah. at the two hundred day moving average. That is not by coincidence. Uh-uh. So you, gotta, you, you have to look at this and say, okay, well, the 200-day moving average is now going to be my support line. Anything that gets close to this, I'm going to do something. I, I'm going I'm to do some action, price some fertilizer, do something right in here, because if it gets above this, Ooh. if it gets above this 100-day moving average, you are going to see this. This is where the last consolidated trade was. It's five – what is that? It's uh, $5.25 down to – uh down to 493 i would i i would think that that's a big move you know i know it's a big move and i would not want to be caught having to having to price fertilizer with uh net gas up here i just it would not that would not that would not that would not bode well for profitability in in next year i think i think you got to pay attention to this chart real closely right now and Pullbacks look like the the thing you have you have to be you, you have to be doing something. I'm not saying you have to buy everything, but it's telling me you got to do something.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that is that's power right there, man. Yeah, and it, it's taken you a lo- lot of years of experience to get to this point.
1: I've got Rick. I've gotten myself killed looking at looking and fading charts and, and taking the other side of these, not yeah. believing this and and t- get learning over the period of 25 years of or 30 years of you know, you've got to you've got to respect these, you've got to understand how they work, you've got to understand yeah. what the action you've got to take when they're breached. It, it's 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 something that it's something if you fight. I would liken it to be sitting in a, at a, a Texas Hold'em when you've got uh, two aces and you got ten thousand in chips, uh, you know, in front of you, and the guy oh, across the table from you has a hundred million dollars in chips and he's got two seven and he puts you all in. Do you want to put yeah. it all in with just you know? You think you got the right hand, you possibly have the right hand, but the guy is making you making you uh, gamble and on uh on on one hand i don't
0: like that i like the odds of being right 80 percent of the time yeah well and the other thing too is the in my opinion the important market the important platform there says NYMEX. so anything coming out of new york has probably got to be uh taken just a little bit more cautiously
1: absolutely 100 percent. i mean you know these markets get manipulated extremely easily
2: yeah
0: yeah Well, that's an awesome chart. Uh, We're probably going to start wrapping this up, Brian. I think there was another question or comment there. Uh, Jason is saying, uh, how can I play a short on that 350 pocket and take advantage of the 360 to the upside? You want to get short? Think am I reading that correctly? How can I play a short on the three fifty pocket? So he's talking about that um, that gap that you were showing there.
1: Is he talking about this big bar from like three twenty five to three forty five?
0: No, I think go back to go maybe to your weeklies. You had a you had a uh, uh, this pocket. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking. Well, no, that's that's at a different price level.
1: 350s, 350s down here. I
0: don't see a pocket. Uh try to hey Jason, try to explain again if you don't mind what you're asking, Brian, please. Man, Jason, do you want to you wanna have Rachel take you off mute? Okay. Raise your hand, Jason, and, and Rachel can find you. All right, there we go. Jason, un- unmute yourself, buddy.
2: How you doing? Eric, hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Uh, this is, is this a weekly chart now? Yeah. You want me to go back to daily the daily chart? That daily chart before, that's a, where the market's at right now is basically 351. If right. you go back to the old highs, that, that's what I always used to look at as a pocket.
1: Okay. So you look looking at this like
2: 363 to 360, you
1: know, 360.
2: Yeah. Well, you have about seven candles up and then you start breaking. So where that where the butt end of that last big up candle is, yep, where I started my downtrend channel, yep, right in that that yep. that shape there that's what we we' always look at as a pocket. That's basically where this market met resistance on those those lows off those highs. hundred percent agree
1: above that market. That's why I have that line at those highs is the it, it frames the high. yep Pencil. and that's
2: where you'll hit the three sixty stops at. And that's where the, that's where this thing should accelerate into that 430 gap area. I completely agree with that. So, how do you take advantage of that pocket, which is going to be resistance at 350, where the market has paused right now? Yeah. Here. Um. Well, the, the getting uh, short there to yeah. protect myself above 362 on stops.
1: The option volatility is pretty expensive in the natural gas for good reason. It moves extremely violently. But a good way to trade that would be to be long like uh, two 360 calls and maybe short like, uh, you know, a 330 call against it. You know, because you can see why I picked a 330. It's below these moving averages. And if it goes below 330, it probably should be. Go back down in this three ten area, so you you start you start getting short because the, these three sixties would just go to zero. But above three sixty, you've got leverage, and you'd have twice as many calls to the upside, and uh, you'd be you'd be riding for a very very inexpensive. That won't that won't cost you very much money.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy outright puts here. Um, you know, I'd look for something that will make you money with a short call in the break, not not a uh, not a put. Buying the puts won't work. I think the the volatility is somewhere around sixty eight percent or seventy you, percent. You're going to have to move. Uh, you have to move like six percent a day just to just to pay for those. It's the, it's the opposite of the grains. They build in risk premium in New York, and they don't build any risk premium in in Chicago. These agricultural options are so inexpensive to the historical volatility; it's the cheapest ones up there. Other 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 commodities you'll see a lot where they has implied volatility they'll trade over the historical volatility because they're building in they're building in risk premium for things that can go wrong we don't do that. We, 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 we assume perfect conditions
2: all the time, which is crazy.
0: Does that, does that help Jason?
2: Yes, it does. Thank you. That's yeah,
0: awesome. all. Hey, thanks Jason for coming on tonight. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Well, Hey, Brian, we, yep. we, uh, we probably need to be wrapping this up. I mean, we could go until midnight here, but, uh, we okay. could, um, and we're going to do this again. I want to. I want to try to set this up so some kind of frequency that uh, that we can have you on because there's so many dynamics yeah. happening. We need. To, I mean, this was great to start thinking about hedging your your uh, input costs here. Yeah. Which, every, I mean, my gosh, I didn't realize. I guess I didn't think about it, but natural gas has really been on a pretty good decline. It's got a lot of room to move up if so. If it so desires. Absolutely. And that's what we do. We find we find you know, we find these
1: opportunities and we find these patterns and it's it's in you know, we apply them to what we need. I mean, you know, I would I would be very very slow to to uh, be selling corn and wheat and beans. I would be very very quick to
0: be hedging input costs. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. Very good advice. Well, last let's let's take us home here, Brian. Give us some last couple of last minute uh, thoughts here, and and we'll let you go.
1: Well, I mean, my 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 thoughts are is that uh, you know what I really want, and, and through you, Rick, it's been a it's been a great experience. Is start to form more of these. Uh, relationships between farmers and traders and you know and understand that there are people like me out there that that actually genuinely uh wanna wanna help you and wanna want to educate you and want to stop you from uh falling in the pitfalls that 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 you get led into. Uh, yeah. You know, my 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 passion for helping people and educating people, it doesn't just start and stop with training. I, I, found, I do it in swimming too. It's why I, I volunteer coach these kids is because I just enjoy uh, when somebody gets something and somebody can, somebody like, Appreciates what you're doing for them, mm-hmm. and uh, it actually works for them. I, the DMs these you guys send me, you know, thanking me for for the course and thanking me for the ranges and how that profitable how it does. It makes my it makes my it makes it it makes this endeavor worth it because. Yeah. I know that these people appreciate it. I know they're profiting from it. You know, some of them even send me what their, how much money they made, which I I don't really want to know, but you know uh, you know, they're, they're making, they're making good money. And uh, you know, that makes me feel really good because yeah. I know, I know that, uh, I know farming can be very, very difficult. And this is a very, very important part of farming that doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of attention And uh, if it's used correctly, and that's been the problem that it hasn't been used correctly for the last 35, 40 years, in my opinion, but if it's used, if it's used correctly, it can, it can really, really, really uh, make or break uh, a person's production and their, their operation and and their business.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and like I said, I want to get something set up with Brian for the future because he's got seasonality things that happen too. you know, certain trades need to be be happening at certain times. Uh, I mean, dad always used to buy diesel and sell gas at certain times and then flip it and be long gas and short diesel because of the seasonality of it. And and I'm sure you've got the same things that, that tucked away in your, in your brain box there. And. um, Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things that I'm going to expand
1: on is like, uh, Few years ago, you know, before COVID, um, I don't know why this happened, Rick. I, I'm I'm a spiritual person. I wouldn't say I'm overly religious, but I'm spiritual. I don't know if it was God that talked to me or somebody, some some and it sounds crazy when I say this, and I don't want people to think I'm nut job, but uh some something came to me and told me that I should write down every single thing that happens with commodity options in agriculture. Every single month of the year, so for like two weeks, all I did was write, and I just kept writing and writing and writing, and I created this thing, and I condensed it, and I created this thing, and I showed it to a couple people, and they're like, "Where did you get this?" (laughs) I just, I just wrote it. I go, he goes, "This thing is spot on." He goes. We're, and I've had people call it the option bible i mean that i i feel so humble that they call it that and uh it's one of the things that i'm going to put into print and uh distribute to people that uh that want to that want to that want to use it and yeah absolutely so i
0: will i'll i'll be uh, i'm in the process of doing that see that's that's too cool because you're yeah that's exactly what i was just talking about i mean it's incredible i mean my My dad's dad taught him the three-day rule. Dad had the three-day rule. He taught me the three-day rule. You've got a three-day rule. I mean, it's just it's just amazing the parallels.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: it's almost like they're self-fulfilling prophecies,
1: and uh, you know, but these things these things do they're 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 real i mean it, there's a lot of validity to what is going on, and you have to you have to respect it you have to embrace it if you i've fought it i've done it, i've fought yeah. it, oh no, I'm right the market's going to no you just yeah. you, you just have to you you have to you have to just almost release and let yourself believe and i i said i say it on the bunker mornings morning ago. I don't see how we're going to get this range today after we just what we just had today. The range says we're going to move 25 cents today in beans. I don't see how we're going to do that. I think we're going to have a, and I'll say, I think we're going to have an inside day. Boom, there it goes. Our number gets yeah. hit right to the number. It's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And I, I've always said, I think a, a psychologist would be a good trader because of the, oh, yeah. oh, they yeah. understand the dynamics of how the brain works. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go, Brian. This has been an absolute blast. I thank you so much. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. I can't wait to do this on a regular basis. That'll be awesome. That will be awesome. Guys, thanks for coming in with the questions. Uh, We have the man here, so we got to take advantage of it. Uh, Start looking at pricing some inputs, at least some. You don't have to do them all. At least get something started here for next year. Um, Everyone, have a great week. Rest of your week. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks everyone. We'll yep. see you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.